cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. Ladies and gentlemen, the two gentlemen you're about to hear from on this interview, whom I have on, are absolute heroes for humanity. And I'm grateful to have, returning to the show, Dave Guru Graham, who has had the election stolen from out, from underneath him. But here's the thing. It's not about the election that he's always strived for. Just recently, his 14-year-old daughter passed as part of what the deep state has done to society. And also, we have a hero for humanity, Ozzy Cossack, also known as Simeon Boykov, who has been standing up against tyranny in Australia. The message here, though, even though both of these gentlemen, these divine masculine heroes for humanity, they're both based right now in Australia, the message is global. I encourage you to watch this thoroughly. Some of these are hard pills to swallow for some people because a few people are blind to the fact still today on Good Friday that there are good people like Dave and like the Cossack who are being arrested for speaking out truth, for naming names of pedophiles and Satanists and a lot more. You're gonna hear it directly from them in this uncensored interview. And we are grateful to have them on to be speaking on behalf of humanity everywhere. These are warriors for light. These are men chosen by God. And there's a quote that says that God often gets his strongest soldiers and sends them into battle to accomplish the most challenging and difficult tasks. What these men have been up against, what they've endured, and what they continue to endure in a fight for freedom, not just for Australians, but for humanity around the world, is nothing short of heroic. And as always, behind good men, we also have great women. Both of their wives have endured this as well as their families and friends. They will all not be forgotten. They are all on the right side of history. And so without further ado, I invite you to go to a place where you can listen to or you can watch this interview without being disturbed and hear directly from them as to what is going on, what they expect to be coming, and also hopefully that we avoid a World War III apocalypse that has been brewing on many, many fronts. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show. You divine lions and lionesses, as we always do, we stand for love, levity, and liberty over here in this shoulder right now. And as you all know, the Bling Buddha stands for firing red pills from his nine mil and saving the children. Most of all, saving the children with the Punisher's tattoo over his left breast. And as all of my guests on the show have been so blessed to have on the 177 shows now that we're on today, recording back on the show for the umpteenth time in the last few months is Patriot Dave Guru Graham, who I identify, by the way, as the Senator of New South Wales, Australia. We're going to catch up on the crazy election fraud there, like we've had in Canada and the States and everywhere else in the, around the world for the most part. And for the first time to the show, Another hero for Australians, as well as the freedom and patriot movement worldwide, Ozzy Cossack. And Ozzy Cossack joins us. And I was sharing with him in the pre-show that I had watched him on the live stream 
when the Gestapo had came in, broke down his apartment door and dragged him off and arrest him for spreading, as we all know, conspiracy theories and COVID misinformation, right? What a familiar tune. So gentlemen, you, deeply honored to have you on the show. Kazak, thank you very much for being here in this uh, international audience for the most part. More of this audience is American than anything, but we definitely have a great cross-section from South America to the Tazis down in Tasmania and all points in between. So gentlemen, welcome. Kazak, why don't you uh, why don't you take it away and tell us a little bit about yourself and what you got, uh, what got you into this freedom movement and speaking out against the Nazis who worship Satan and like to do those nasty things with children because they think it gives them power. Well, thank you very much for the invitation and a uh, big hello to all of your audience and all of the patriots in America. I've always said that uh, patriots in Australia or Russia or America, they all uh, get along and they all have a common uh, theme and a common goal. And it's a uh, very appropriate that you mentioned we're fighting Nazis because at the moment that's what Russia is engaged in. Russia is uh, fighting, uh, you know, the globalists, and the globalists are just simply using Ukraine, using Ukraine as uh, a proxy uh, to conduct that fight. So that's at the moment the most important uh, battle which uh, many of us are involved in. I'm very proud to say that many people in Australia, many people in the United States, even who aren't Russian or have no links to Russia. Uh, understand the big picture and understand that in the fight of good and evil, uh, Russia is doing everybody a favor. And as they did uh, in the 1940s, uh, up to 1945, 9th of May, which is coming up soon, um, the anniversary of the defeat of the Nazis, uh, Russia is you know, going into fight uh, for all of humanity. If Russia manages to defeat the globalists and to defeat the, de the deep state uh, in Ukraine, uh, the world will definitely be a better place uh, and that's why it's very important. What what can we do overseas? What what we do, what do we do in Australia, for example? Well, there's many of us out there uh, who use our voice to support Russia, to support the Russian people, and to spread awareness and uh, to counter the disinformation that constantly the mainstream media spews out. And the same people that were teaching us and telling us and forcing us uh, to take uh, the vaccines and so forth are the same people now who are promoting the Ukraine line. You're promoting the Zelensky propaganda and trying to, you know, launder billions and billions of dollars, especially from the United States, uh, from Canada as well. Canada's given a lot of its money, and it's not their money, is it? It's the taxpayers' money, and it's not their lives. It's the lives of innocent people who die. Uh, at the moment, we can see that the Ukrainians are preparing for an offensive, and their whole military is equipped with NATO weapons. Uh, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we can all do something. And that's my message uh, today to everyone out there. Firstly, thank you to those people who have been doing something, who have been speaking up. Uh, the good thing is you, you'll have a clear conscience. And once this conflict is over, you'll be able to look back and say you're on the right side of history. And those people who are on the wrong side of history, they got it wrong on the vaccines. They got it wrong on COVID. They've got it wrong on many things. And it's the same people, the same ones that were getting five, six, seven jabs and promoting that are the same ones now that have Ukrainian flags in their avatars and are jumping up and down saying, let's support Zelensky. But to be quite honest, you know, 12 months ago, they couldn't find Ukraine on a map. All of a sudden, there's some, you know, they've become international military st strategic experts, you know, just like they were vaccine experts. And it's nice to see that in Australia, at least, uh, a few days ago, three days ago, in fact, AstraZeneca was finally banned by the government. Ooh. What a great thing that is. Um it's good that the government's admitting its mistakes, but it's bad that 
so many people were injured, so many people died, you know. Uh, my father-in-law actually had AstraZeneca and he had a stroke. You know, I, I know people that have died from that and it's terrible. And the only thing, the other thing is people have died, but also people have been persecuted for speaking up. And what you mentioned at the start of your uh, program and your opening that, you, you know, you saw me, uh, watched me live being arrested on TV. Well, firstly, I'm humbled. Thank you for, uh, you know, your support. And uh, it's very interesting to know that, that people in America are watching uh, what unfolds here in Australia. Uh, and thank you very much for that. But that's exactly what happened. People were persecuted and people all around Australia, those who spoke up, were attacked by the government. And I'm sure that happened as well in Canada and the United States where you are. Yeah, big time. Yeah, we had our, um, you know, for donating to the Freedom Convoy. I mean, you know, I'm, I, I think you're still on YouTube. You know, there's multiple channels that I've had taken down. And I, I, I posted a poem. We were in Dallas, Texas on the Truth Tour. Right. And uh, as many people know, you know, I grew up Canadian, Canadian citizen as well, fought uh, in the Canadian Army. Excuse me, I didn't fight. I, I didn't have a combat deployment. So I'll, I'll stand back from that. But, you know, fighting in a different way right now. You um, served. Uh, served. Yeah, exactly. And um, and here we are right now where, you know, uh, they're taking us down like you've had with the misinformation, in the media. And we are raising money for a child trafficking organization uh, that saves that saves children on the border, Texas, Mexico, uh, and uh, the Arizona border that rescues the children from the cartels and helps put them into programs to help heal these kids from and most of them have been raped and trafficked. And so I wrote a poem and I was with Mark Atwood and he had had his other poem and I uploaded that to YouTube on the channel. Within two hours, YouTube took down the Sovereign Soul channel for COVID misinformation. And I'd also uploaded it to all of our channels at the time, Instagram, Spotify. Instagram gave me a final strike, went from zero, I think it was zero to, to three strikes just for that poem, Save the Children. And then Notified Spotify deleted the entire channel. I think it was the second time I had a Spotify channel up and it was about saving the children. So if anybody is thinking about COVID misinformation, it really actually comes down to the banks and the financing of the cartels where the highest amount of revenue that they can squeeze out per asset isn't drugs. It isn't big pharma and fentanyl. It is not methamphetamine. It is children and children being sold into sex slavery. And that's what we've seen in big tech across the board. And Chris uh, Sokocha, as people know, Chris Sky, we were talking to preamble. He and I grew up about anywhere between 16, and 18 kilometers, depending, you put the pin in the map in Ontario, uh, away from each other. And that's the biggest thing that he was talking about as well. Toronto was $17 billion, interesting number, but $17 billion, the city of Toronto, has spent where does the city with only a couple million you know spend 17 billion and dave you and i were on with uh, one of our shows with ricardo and you guys were talking about the politicians who have multi-million dollar mansions there in australia where do they get that from and then we were yeah. talking about child traffic and that's what it all comes down to um at the end of the day folks everything we're yeah. saying you know the vaccines are just to get you out of the way but also to get your kids. They've come into our homes in Canada as well, 14,000 of them in Quebec yep. last year in 2022 alone and stolen the kids, just like they did in the Indian residential schools in Canada, the United States and other parts of the world, including Aborigines in Australia. So it's all about the all about the kids at the end of it the day. It is. Satanists. 
Yeah. Now, listen, if you, um, just for you satanic pedophile-eating, flesh-eating friggin' idiots out there, okay, that are trying to bring down our world, just a message to you because I think, don't quote me, but I think it's just come to memory, Micah, 3-3, Micah, you know what it says? It says anyone who partakes in eating flesh, I'm talking ad lib now, all right, anyone who who partakes in in eating human flesh, there is no redemption. Mm Mm-hmm. So any of you people who have had adrenochrome, any of you people who have ate children's flesh, any of you people involved in this shit, there is no redemption, guys, all right? And that's why there's people like me, Brad Cossack, sitting on a screen here chasing your asses from here to fucking hell and back, all right, until we know you all. And that's what's going to happen, guys. Anyway, that's my little rant for a minute. Yeah, Micah 3.3, I think it is, guys, from memory, but have a look what it says. Okay, but listen, Australia, we've turned... We've turned communist, man, right? The whole country has gone to labour. Hey, uh, Cossack, it's all labour except Tasmania. They are bringing in the new world order under our feet as we sleep, guys, all right? They are shutting down your cash at the banks, all right? I've been warning for six to 12 months now about the digital wallet, okay? And look where we are, guys. I'm telling you, it'll be by Christmas, man. You don't have one. I reckon even earlier. This is the way we're going. So, again, the election, we know we got the numbers, okay? You know, a lot of people might have a different view on that. I was on the ground. I know the people that we had in the gong here. I know the people we had in other areas. I know people we had out west in certain areas. You know, we know what we had in numbers. We've seen it just get absolutely like the rest of the world, Brad, stolen right in front of our eyes. Have we got all the evidence of it? Yeah. Is anyone going to do anything about it? No. Are we going to push the point? Yeah. And we're going to expose it to the people. Okay. But, you know, you can't say, you know, that Bosie and me were going to get in or four, we're going to, you, you know, you can't say anything except that it's been stolen. That's it. So no one knows the numbers. No one's got a clue what the numbers are, right? Because we knew that they already knew that Labor was going in. Perrottet admitted defeat like an hour after the election closed, you know, and Chris Mims come in. Now, Funnily enough, I had a had a word with Ryan Park. Now, he was our shadow health minister here in New South Wales, and I've invited him onto my live stream on numerous occasions, all right, to have a chat, and he won't come near me, um, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Anyway, I said to Ryan, and I walked straight at him, I said, Ryan, how you going? He looked at me and went, there you go, Dave, you know, and I said, right out, Ryan. I said, this is what, this is in a lead up to the election. We're working booze together, okay? And I said to him, what's your hierarchy saying? What's Chris Min saying to you? You know, what's coming down the line, Ryan? I said, obviously, we know Labor's going to win the election. He just sort of looked at me, you know. I go, well, come on. That's a foregone conclusion. You know what I mean? We're just trying to pick up a few seats here. We're not in competition with you. What's what's Mimsy putting down to you? And he looked at me with his sheepy eyes, and he looked up, and he's gone, well, we don't think the people are going to handle another lockdown. And I just looked at him, I've got, of course, you're not going to handle another lockdown. Are you guys seriously thinking about, I said, Ryan, how much information have I sent you, mate, about this thing? I said, I've sent you all the stuff to say that COVID doesn't even exist. You know, we've been through this in numerous emails, Ryan. You know, what he is doing? And anyway, he, it's just it's just where we are. We've been sold. They've set us up. We've been all labour throughout the whole country now, and they are just going to roll us into the new world order, unless we stand up as Australians and... You know, we don't want to get to where France is, guys. We really don't. You don't want to get to that state of anarchy where they are, where they're having to do what they've got to do now. You know, we want to get this done beforehand. So, 
yeah, the people of Australia, we are in trouble. They've stolen your election. They've stopped a couple of people like me and Bosey getting a seat in the Senate where we deserve one and we should have got one. And I believe that we would have had the votes to get one or two. Okay, we have Gareth Ward, my wife just said. You know, on pedophile, on, you know, minor pedophilia, well, not minor pedophilia, the kid was 17, so it's pedophilia. Um, two kids, mind you. Um, now, this guy's just got re-elected down here in Kiama. Now, he's not allowed in Parliament because he's on charges, but he gets re-elected here in the local area. Now, how does this work? You know, this, this is where we are, guys. This is what we're up against. We're up against it worldwide. Okay, and it's time to, to, you know, it's time to react, right, and initiate and do what we need to do as humans to get this done. Now, look where Simeon's sitting. You know, Cossack's sitting in a Russian embassy. Why? Because he has the balls to stand up against the judiciary and put him on show. And he's a bloody good comedian. And he makes good entertainment out of it. And I appreciate everything he does, and so does the rest of Australia and the rest of the world, because we're all unique in what we do. Like Guru's not a Cossack. Cossack's not a Brad, you know. Derek Johnson's not an SG. We are all here for our individual gifts. And Simeon has a freaking howler. And while we got him locked up in this, and this is one of my main things when we got in, I wanted to know why. I wanted to bring this out to the public and go, why is uh, my mate Cossack sitting in a Russian embassy? That was the first thing we wanted to bring out, you know, as, as this pure, just evil to shut up people with a big mouth, a big persona, that are telling the truth. And Brad, that's all it's about. Now, my live streams have come perfectly clean for the last three days. Um, Simeon on Facebook, perfectly clean since the election finished. Hmm. Now, before the election, I had no viewers. I couldn't go live. I couldn't get this out. I couldn't get that out. Now the election's over. They're stolen it. Bang. Everything's back to, you know, sort of semi-normal. You know, there is just so many things to prove that, you know, what they've done. But Simeon, your comments on the Australian election, mate, yeah, before we get into some other stuff. What can I say? What can I say? Uh, it's uh, it's uh, un unfortunate, you know, it's unfortunate the way things pan out here. And uh, I think that Chris Minns and Dom Perrottet, the two major party leaders, you know, I don't think I ever, ever heard them criticize each other or argue with each other it's like two mates passing the uh the baton you know during a relay race you know mm -hmm. you know through you know the olympic games you know your turn you go you have a run and uh that's just the, an example of how things are in australia the two-party system the odds are heavily stacked up against any of the independent groups any independent candidates or minor parties now, altogether, the minor parties and the independent candidates altogether probably got about 30% of the vote. Uh, the two major parties, uh, you know, got the rest. But then the problem we have is a lot of people don't vote major, but then they go off and vote green. And green is the same thing as the majors. And we've got a generation now, especially the younger generation, you know, from about 18 to 30 years old. They just vote for the greens automatically because they've been inundated with so much propaganda about, climate change and uh, all this other nonsense that's going on you know and the, the country is heading down a very dangerous path uh a, a bad trajectory uh you know i do feel sorry for all the uh, good people out there of the older generation who are watching this in disbelief and watching australian values erode uh, australia was a predominantly a christian country and you know today in the western calendar the western world it's good friday uh but in australia it's 
it's uh, the trend is that people uh, are moving away from God, unfortunately, and uh, you know it's fine if, if people are non-believers or atheists. I mean, that's their business. There's no, you know, that's their it's their decision. But what happens when the society becomes militantly atheist and when they become militantly against God, against traditional values, against families? You know, when it's considered uh, impolite or even illegal to talk about a mum and a dad and a child in a family unit. You know, you might offend somebody if you say mum and dad. You have to say, you know, on for example, on Qantas flights now, you can't say mum and dad. You have to say, uh, what is it, caregiver one, a primary caregiver and secondary caregiver. And it's ridiculous. And the poor children in this country growing up in this generation, uh, the stuff they're taught in schools, the stuff that they're, you know, they come come home to their parents uh, and tell their parents that how they want to change genders or how they feel about you know sexuality. And they're seven years old, they're eight years old, they're nine years old. You know, that's not good. That's it's let's call a spade a spade. That's what you call child abuse. And the government is engaged in uh, an official ideology and indoctrination of children, sexualization of children. It's very sad. It's very very sad. You know, uh, my wife and I, when we don't have kids yet, you know, she's only 26, I'm 33. We'll have kids eventually, soon, hopefully. But at the moment, of course, I'm in the Russian consulate, as uh, Guru pointed out, uh, being uh, after being in prison last year, I spent half a year in jail for naming, naming uh, and exposing, naming a pedophile who had a suppression order and a, a non-publication order. Uh, you know, to, to hide his identity. He was a subject of uh, ongoing proceedings. Now, that's what you that's what you get. I mean, these the, 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 these guys these guys they get suspended sentences and they get let go and they just have to wear an ankle bracelet or home detention or whatever. But if you name them, if you name them, if you expose their identity, like I did, straight to jail, no bail, bail denied, and straight to jail. In fact, not only to jail, but I was sent to maximum security and branded a national security interest inmate, extreme high-risk designation. I mean, how do you get that designation? That designation is reserved for less than 0.2% of the prisoners. It's very rare you come across someone in the jail system. I mean, you know, Guru, you've been uh, you know, locked up as well for whatever yep. reason. And have you ever met a national security interest inmate? No, no. I reckon if I went in now, they'd probably class me as one Simeon. But no, and never have I before, mate. And as you said, the um, any of those in the in the jail population, you know that they they are just kept, you know, like at places like we know our Goldman Supermax now in these days. But I mean, those people were kept well segregated, very very low amount of people that would have ever been labelled with a with a label like that, Simeon. You're exactly right. Yeah. I mean, I met one bloke. He was a he was charged. He was a North Korean guy, charged with some type of uh, arms dealing arms dealing offences. Uh, I think he's quite well known, you know. Uh, but yeah, how do you get that classification for naming a pedophile? So is that what the government considers to be a national security interest? And maybe that's because they they do fear that they do fear people who are willing to go on the record and expose uh, their suppression order. And publication order uh, people. Now, look, I'm currently at the Russian consulate, so technically I can do whatever I like. I can say whatever I like. You know, have I exposed? Have I named anyone? No. But the government, the the New South Wales police, the prosecutors, they'll maintain that I'm a risk to society because of you know because of this because of a microphone. 
you know, not because of anything else, but that's what they're afraid of. So the predicament now is if I step foot outside the consulate, I'll be arrested. And I highly, highly suspect that uh, this time the government won't put me in for six months. They'll put me in for a lot longer. You know, they'll start with uh, the, I mean, the formal excuse they have to uh, arrest me and throw me in jail is, uh, is there was an incident during a Ukrainian protest where I was live streaming on my YouTube channel, which actually was shut down also last week, 164,000 subscribers, 40 million yeah. views. And they, and they axed it last week uh, because I shared a video <laughs> uh, of Senator Antich talking about vaccine injuries. Yeah. You know, but this is the thing. The government at the same time is admitting now AstraZeneca is bad, but right. I, I get axed 164,000 subscribers. I mean, that's you don't, you don't find that lying around in the gutter. It takes a, quite a lot of effort and time to establish a strong platform like that. And it, it is, um, in one way, it's, uh, it's, it's bad, but it's also good because now I'll have to... Um, you know, readjust and use other platforms. So, you know, on Rumble, the Aussie Cossack channel is uh, gaining uh, gaining ground very quickly. But, you know, it, it is, it's it's very bad. And that's why we're going to have a massive rally in Sydney on May the 20th against censorship. And we'll be marching from Town Hall and uh, we'll have, uh, you know, Guru and all of his, uh, his supporters and his mob there. I mean, I can't attend there in person. I'm locked in the consulate. But we'll be marching through the city to Google headquarters. And, Google and big big tech companies like Metadata, Meta, sorry, whatever they're called, these are the ones really who are to blame. Because if it wasn't for them, the politicians wouldn't be able to get away with what they do. They really do hold the power in, in the United States, in Australia. They hold the power. You know, they hold the power with public opinion. So big tech, you know, we're coming for you. And uh, at the end of the day, big tech is extremely powerful. You know, we, we remember back in when we, were, when we were younger, we used to watch Terminator, right? And, you know, Terminator 1 and Skynet and how Skynet takes over. Well, it's happening. It's happening. Uh, you know, obviously, they're not, there's no robots coming and shooting us at the moment. But big tech is in charge. They're in every there. way. Well, they're they've there. They've got I the mean, robots. Look, well, they've got robots. Yeah, we're looking now even the, the current war, the latest war, Russia, Ukraine. You know, uh, look at the use of drones. Drones are very, very prevalent. And this is um, this war has changed everything. It's changed everything. It's changed all tactics. And you know, countries like China, are very, very uh, interested in observing and learning and watching NATO tactics. And uh, I think the, the biggest winner out of this war is China. You know, Russia started by demilitarizing Ukraine, and NATO jumped in to help Ukraine. And you look at now how many NATO weapons are being sent over there. So Russia started by demilitarizing Ukraine, but really they've now ended up demilitarizing NATO. All of these NATO countries uh, are sending their best of their best weapons into the battle, and it's all being destroyed. The Russians are doing a great job, you know, fighting against 30-plus countries. Uh, right. Australia is not a NATO member, not a NATO member. For some ridiculous reason, Prime Minister Albanese and before him Scott Morrison decided it's a good idea to send hundreds of millions of dollars and Australia's weapons. So that's another thing here we're very, very vocal about. And that's another reason why the government really likes to target me is because we uh, uh, have very strong opposition. Uh, and Guru and Ricardo Bozzi and many of the other uh, notable uh, freedom fighters in Australia, um, I'm very happy to say that, you know, they from day one, they were on the right team. They called it straight away. And, you know, it's, it's really, really, it's like a repeat, a rerun, very similar to what happened with the whole vaccine thing. 
you had all of the, you know, 95% of the sheep believe the government and go along with it. And then you had a small group of people, a minority uh, who were speaking out from the very first day. And that minority grew and grew and grew. And now that minority is the majority. Now that minority is the majority. And it's a, it's a case of, well, we were right. We told you so. So that's exactly what's going to happen with this Russia-Ukraine war. I don't know. Tell me, uh, tell me, what's it like over where you are, uh, you know, in Northern America? What are the... Uh, what do the people think of the Russia-Ukraine conflict, uh, Vladimir Putin and Zelensky? Well, I definitely like to, yes, I'll definitely get to that in a moment, Cossack. I'd like to pump the brakes for a second because there's so many great topics that we have just touched on, and I'd like to revisit them. So number one, folks, what you're watching is a real-life Julian Assange figure right now, persecuted, as we've seen, like with Julian Assange, as we saw the Brits do with Gandhi, and they're doing this now with Cossack, as we've seen with Chris Skye in his most recent arrest, uh, Edmonton Alper, Airport. But at least in that, he was able to get out. And right now, Simeon can't step foot on Australian soil. So this is happening. And this is still real. And this is, like you said, Good Friday right now in your hemisphere. And it's about to be Good Friday in our hemisphere. Still happening today. And they've also pulled out all the stops against all of us. Every time we attempted to connect on, uh, on a Zoom or a live stream, ASIO, CSIS, CIA, the five eyes, we're all fucking around with our stuff. And this has continued today, but it's kind of stepped back a little bit. But just because it's notched down a little bit in the public eye doesn't mean it's still there. And in addition to that, when we're talking about the Australian audience and Look, look forward to helping you rebuild your audience, uh, Cossack. I wasn't aware of that news from last week with your YouTube being pulled down, which is also a great signal to people as well who try and go and find you now that they've taken you down for exposing another pedophile. Where we have it in Canada right now, getting to your question, um, before the Ukraine-Russia you know, Russia conflict, as some may say, that are still white, completely normie, brainwashed, uh, now run by AI, and they are happily part of a patented program of these bioweapons. It's a bioweapon because I had Pascal Najati on, not that I needed him to come on two weeks ago, but this is the first man in the world, man or woman in the world, who is successfully suing Pfizer for what they called a COVID-19 vaccine as a bioweapon, and it has been entered and accepted in the Supreme Court of New York in the United States, and he leveraged a thousand documents of evidence when they put forward the lawsuit. The majority of it was Pfizer's own documentation. And just prior to that, last month in March, what he was able to do in February was bring criminal charges against the Swiss president and also the health minister in Switzerland. And Pascal Najati right now is surrounded by good U.S. military in Geneva, Switzerland. Just blocks away from the World Health Organization, the World Homicide Organization, and UN. <laughs> and here he is, right, doing this. And by the way, he's triple jabbed. So for anybody who's watching who is pure blood, like all of us, or you might have had jab and jab remorse and regret, and what can you do? Here's a man who has put his life on the line, followed that line of thinking that maybe I'm doing this because... I'm a Swiss military pilot 
and I'm trained this way, and this is for the greater good, the greater good, and got caught up in that whole shitstorm of propaganda that they force fed everybody with a spoon, and then went, wait a second, this is not right. And then he went and did something about it. And he's done something about it twice. So I want to just put that out there for folks, because that is powerful. Anytime you guys want an introduction to him and have him on your channels, mm. you just know, because he is literally in the thick of it, right? He's going against Pfizer. He's got military security around his flat in Geneva. So where we are in Canada right now is what I've been on the platforms around America and a couple of other ones worldwide we have the same day suicide for kids 12 and up. They rolled out the medical assistance and dying program and death program in February, 2016, right around the time, the same time that the law of war manual was updated, which also included UNDRIP and UNDRIP, the United Nations Declaration of the Rights of Indigenous Persons, that attestation was updated in 2016 too. And Derek Johnson and I, along with a few tier one vets, like Major Jim O'Connor, Michael Jaco, and Colonel Chuck Sellers, former Deputy Commander of Delta Force, who's been on the show, we've disseminated some of these timelines right back to this, especially with what Canada was doing. And where are we now? Well, the province of British Columbia on February 1st of this year, 2023, decriminalized fentanyl, methamphetamine, and cocaine and heroin. So you can now be 16 years of age. The voting age in Canada is 18. The way to get in the military is 18. In some, some states, some provinces and territories, it's either 18 or 19 years old to drink. But at the age of 16, you can walk into these recreational, which used to be marijuana product stores, and you can buy two and a half grams of fentanyl or heroin for personal use. And then top of the decriminalization, it's Gotham City. If you all remember, Kazakh and Guru, if you all remember the movie where you had Christian Bale and Liam Neeson, where they released the criminals and they opened the prisons and off they went, which we've seen in New York City, the mayor has done, you know, for two years already, and he's taken felonies and he's brought them all down in misdemeanors, over half of the felonies in the city over the last two years. Well, that's the entire province of British Columbia right now. And the city of Toronto, or excuse me, the province of Ontario, not city of Toronto, province of Ontario is adopting the same measure and they're attempting to push through right now. And they will, it'll happen because of who's in charge there and who they've all set up as their puppets up for under the World Economic Forum Junior Leader Program, the decriminalization is the same thing in lockstep with the British Columbia. Now, what we have in Vancouver, what we have in Calgary, Alberta, and what we have in Edmonton, there's 200 cities in Canada who have signed up for the 15-minute city program. Now, Edmonton and Calgary are completely woke. In fact, the mayor of Calgary, who's completely woke, she's got all her pronouns out there, has now passed a law where you have to stay a thousand meters away from drag queen story time readings at the Calgary Public Library in Alberta. And if you protest within a thousand meters, then you're rest arrested, no longer a misdemeanor for mischief, even though it's your right to protest, right? Well, now the city of Toronto, they're currently brought in a $25,000 fine. If you are protesting within 100 meters, of a drag queen story time event or a drag show. The Vancouver Canucks hockey, we Canadians, we love our hockey. I played it for many years growing up as well. The Vancouver Canucks on Saturday night last week, ladies and gentlemen, opened up before they dropped the puck. They opened up a drag queen show on center uh. in Vancouver, the Vancouver Canucks, the NHL. So we all know they're woke. 
Now it gets way what worse. What was the audience? What was the audience reaction to that, Brad? I didn't tune into that, but I've definitely watched uh, how the Twitter has went, and there's a lot of people that have turned off because just in the last 72 hours in North America, Budweiser, Coors, and Nike have shown up with the transgender pedophile yep. campaigns, complete campaigns, one day yep. after another after another. And now everybody's boycotting Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors, and Nike with the trans tranny freak pedophile campaigns. There are absolute pedophile tranny freak campaigns. Now it gets a little bit worse too in Canada. So, cause especially for your Australians, you know, for those who are new with Cossack's audience to myself, I've been with Guru a few times and Guru and Bosi as well a few times just over the last five months, because they said, Brad's going to warn us what's happening in Canada. That could happen in Australia. If you think it's bad now, it's already out in the open in Canada. So they went for our gun grab May last year. Trudeau put that forward. We all signed back the petition, largest petition in Canada, not to take the gun. So what do they do? They're taking away the ability to hunt. Now, if you know, the northern part of Canada is the Arctic and we have territories called Nunavut, the Northwest Territories and the Yukon and northern Quebec, which is part of the Arctic Circle, northern Quebec. And there's Inuit who hunt for food, seal and polar bear and caribou. So that's happening now. But it also gets worse because over the last year, public schools in particular in Saskatchewan, Ontario, Alberta, and British Columbia, and it's been reported, though I haven't seen more of this, but it's been reported out in northeast of, um, of Canada. So you've got like Newfoundland, New Brunswick, the maritime provinces. They've been handing out puberty blockers and chemical castration pills to kids in the schools without notifying the parents. And what they also did in the city of Calgary two weeks ago was they passed a law that allows the city of Calgary to go around, and they started that same day, to go around and do COVID vaccine clinics in elementary schools. We're talking junior kindergarten to grade eight without parental consent. Don't fool ball, mate, aren't they? This is what's coming to don't Australia, know, folks. To we don't look out. So, so for a whole bunch of us, you know, a uh, lot of lot of people in the freedom movement in Canada have disappeared. We all know about the Canadian Freedom Convoy. You guys had amazing epic, no pun intended there, epic in Canberra. And then they turned around and, and fried 2 million of you with directed energy weapons and microwave radiation. And there's Canadians that have been disappearing. We just had one of our top freedom movement folks in British Columbia in Vancouver suddenly die, who is in full anti- vaxxer, you know, anti-masker campaign about pure blood, all of a sudden, somebody turned a corner and somebody randomly stabbed him and killed him, and he was just found dead. No surprise there, right? Who are the five eyes? Ceases. So, you know, and the RCMP. We know about the pedophile, the Masonic symbols, and the satanic symbols everywhere. And they've been burning the Masonic churches in Vancouver. At least two of them burnt on the same day last fall on a weekend they burnt them down we believe they're burning the evidence that exactly. goes in those masonic temples downtown in the city of vancouver and the city of vancouver now ladies and gentlemen the last drop right now the city of vancouver now has rolled out drag queen summer camps for kids and if you look at the logo of the city of vancouver it is the pedophile symbols for boy lover girl lovers which the FBI deems, which we've seen in the Pizzagate scandal in Washington, D.C. So it is absolutely 
full bore in Canada that they are taking you, arresting you, killing you. And we already know, by the way, Trudeau, if you don't know in Australia, watching this right now, the Trudeau Foundation, not only did it have the triangle symbol, pedophile symbol, until they pulled it down from their website last year for everybody railing against it, the triangle pedophile symbol, but the Trudeau Foundation owns 40% of Acuitis. Acuitis is the company that has the patent under the mRNA vaccine out of the University of British Columbia. So Trudeau Foundation has made billions and billions and billions of dollars for every one of what they call a vaccine, which we know are bioweapons sold. But a little bit of good news. Two days ago, the WHO director, World Homicide Organization director Tedros, who, I don't know, what is he, a veterinarian or something, was indicted on charges of genocide by the ICC in Hague. Yeah. And we also have Sergey Brin, one of the co-founders of Google, who is yeah. brought forward with a subpoena for being at Epstein Island to answer charges on that. And we also know Eric Schmidt, who is brought in as the CEO of Google when Larry and Sergey, as the story they tell us, right? That nice made up story, these two guys and they're good math. And they make this search engine. We know what's behind that route now, right? Do no evil. We know that's total BS. It's all part of that Five Eyes organization to watch us, like Meta is a DARPA project out of Fort D, uh, Dietrich in Maryland. Or excuse me, uh, wait, Fort Meade, that's right, that's NSA, um, Fort Dietrich. So now we've got Eric Schmidt, who it's wide out in the open, has created the AI in China to do all the surveillance and the CCP with his contracts going back, I think it's up to 15 years ago, which is what they want to roll out in the Ukraine now with the contracts that they've signed for the rebuilding of Ukraine after this war. So fortunately for me, I, I deal with a lot of awakened people. So I can tell you the pulse from the awakened people is everybody is quite aware, even the Bible thumper, I wouldn't call it a Bible thumper event. So, cause they're amazing patriots. I was at an event in Texas last weekend, amazing revival. Um, but even those folks are aware of what's going on that Russia is for the good, that Ukraine, there's Ashkenazi, Kazarian Mafia Nazis in the Ukraine to get them out. We're also very aware of the clone armies that have been coming out of the dumbs. I mean, we just, you know, we're talking with Dr. Christina Rahm a few months ago, and I had Clayton Thomas back on one of my shows, Root Brands, right? Again, Australia stopped Clean Slate and one of the other products from getting in there, because what does it do? It removes graphene oxide from your system. It removes heavy metal toxicities from your system. It helps break down the root brands, all natural, right? BSCG approved. It removes parasites from your system. Wow. And you know what? They have the world's first independent clinical studies on removing, taking markers of the jabs and making those markers go back to zero in less than 60 days. I've got my stock. Of course, of course, Australia and Ireland, because Mark Atwood, you know, we're trying to figure out how we could get some more to him because Ireland's blocking it too. So, um, so Dr. Christina Rahm in Ukraine, she was under there, under the dumbs, under the runways at the airport in the Ukraine. So she also can verify that these things are real as well, right? And you yeah. have this woman who is divined by God, who has now an eidetic memory, who beat Lyme disease and four different types of cancers and is putting together these products. And she crashed the World Economic Forum in Davos. Crashed it. Talk about a hero. 
that flew into the heart of darkness and crashed the conference and the panel about the jabs and the vaccines and got away with her security, right? And she was there for two days. Talk about heroin as well. So that's kind yeah. of for me where we are right now, fellas. And by the way, I've seen a lot less if I'm driving around Ukrainian flags hanging uh, from where I kind of go um, every, every week or so. A lot less of that now. So I think people are woken up to it and, and also fed up with it. And if you see the media in the US, especially the last three weeks that's coming out of here, even Fox News and the Inklings and CNN, MSNBC, the, the commie news network, even those guys are talking about there's just too much money going over there. It starts getting dripped in there. So that's Isn't why- it funny, Brad? Isn't it funny how these guys are $30 trillion in debt, but they're telling us we need a social credit score. Yeah, exactly. Well, all that rolled out in Canada, too. I totally forgot about that. So when I was on uh, film in 2020, they're rolling out the persona ID. And I had people in twenty in uh, early 2021, so they had persona ID. They had the social credit score in February 2021 that was coming out right after, um, what what was it? Oh, they were starting to roll out the, the vaccines in Canada. The social credit score was being rolled out. They were watching the media and they just passed in the dark of night on Thursday last week in Parliament in Ottawa, Bill C-11, which gives the Canadian government complete control of the internet in Canada. Shut down your speech to be able to use AI to take over all your social media profiles and start propagandizing anything that you've done, which shuts you out from your social media profiles. And also could just shut off your Wi-Fi, which is what they want in 15-minute cities, right? You're going to eat bugs and be happy and of course crickets themselves as dr christian northrup has said many times you know the protease and protein uh, from cricket protein is not something that's digestible by humans there are certain bugs sure and insects i went through search and survival training and the aborigines and indians you know or natives around the world we know certain ones we can't the crickets you can't you know what they were never on the menu either when i was doing my search and rescue training you know at cfb trenton just in, in Ontario. So this is uh, this has happened in Canada already, folks. This has happened. The city of Edmonton has already redistricted 400 neighborhoods last month to set them up into six districts. The Hunger Games is real. It's in Canada. And they're already euthanizing babies in the delivery room in Canada because they have extended the term abortion to being when they're living and breathing and coming out of the womb, you can still make a choice. And you can yeah. call the baby, the call the baby epoctic, ectopic, excuse me, I might be messing that up, medical terminology. And the parents still have a choice and they will euthanize them right there, right now on Good Friday in delivery yep. rooms across the nation of Canada. And California and Washington state are just two of the seven states in the US that are that are pushing for this hard right now as well. So um, that's, what we got. That's, yeah, that's what we got coming in. Yeah, that's, that's what we got coming our way. We've been following this trend of Canada. Hey, Brad, you know what I mean? What, you know, has been happening over here. And yeah, this is what, and, and we already know, Cossack, they're bringing this to our shores right now. It's already in our schools. It's everywhere. You know what I mean? Hence is my rant, you know what I mean? At North Beach the other week, which then, opened up a lot of people. It was very funny. I don't know what it was. We'll let Simeon talk now. But 
it was funny, Brad, after I'd done that rant, the cops come down had a dig at me, you know, I mean, about doing the rant with the um, rainbow flags and that, that it's broken out around the country now. Everyone's on the on the bandwagon, you know what I mean, and having a dig at them. So if nothing else, maybe I just, you know, it was all there in the background and it just needed to light the fuse, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what's happening here in Australia. Like a Derek that. Johnson fuse. that was like a Derek Johnson fuse, right? You know, yeah. it was under the surface and you came out and you said it. And now all of a sudden yeah. it's boiling over and people are pissed off. Look at the boards of a, of a 300 pound bearded man dressed up in a yeah. little lady suit, you know, and, and anyway, so Simeon, thank you very much. For, so those for laws question. there, Cossack, those laws there are now getting passed. I don't know if you know, Simeon, but to comment on this, those um, fentanyl um, heroin laws and that are now being passed in Canberra. And they want to start the same thing down there, Simeon, that you can actually access these drugs here in Australia for young kids. You know, this is where we are. Oh, what can I say? It's uh, it's, it's sick. It's not good. Yeah. And, you know, people, a lot of the people out there, the sheep voted for this. Uh, unfortunately for them, it's no wonder so many Westerners are moving to Russia. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> You know, uh, the West is declining. It's morally uh, corrupting itself. It's morally bankrupt. It's just getting, it's going from bad to worse. Just when you think they couldn't become any worse or do any worse, it gets worse. Uh, you know, because they need to, you know, they need to it continuously entertain their passions and their passions and their vices, which are getting worse and worse and worse. So it's not enough to be bad. It's You have to be even worse than bad. And that's why all these people and all these celebrities and these famous people are involved in these things like Epstein's Island and so forth, because they've got everything. They've got all the money they can think of, that all the money you could count, and they they can't get enough of uh, normal worldly vices, worldly passions. They have to think of even more sick things, the sickest things you could think of. And the worst thing is that they seem to have some type of ideology where... Uh, it's not enough if they're doing things themselves in private. They want everybody else to do that. They want everyone's children to be like that. And they want society to accept that, uh, not only as a, as a norm or as something that exists, but as uh, in, in, in replacement of ideology. You know, We've noticed there's a trend in the West, away from patriotism, away from, you know, if you look at Anzac Day parades, are getting smaller and smaller every year. The government is getting less interested. You know, kids wouldn't know these days at school where Gallipoli is, but they could name, you know, 53 genders. You know, they wouldn't know uh, what uh, the history of the country is, but they could tell you, uh, you know, some other kind of uh, new alphabet soup ideology because the, t the teachers and the education department are teaching them that. So it's very unfortunate. And this is just a trend away from from God, from religion. And it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's paving the world uh, for the Antichrist. It's very bad. It's terrible. And we also see a lot of the uh, Western churches also uh, you know, giving their consent by silence. Yeah. You know, sometimes they'll say, well, we, we can't say anything or we're afraid or whatever. We don't want to get involved in politics. I don't think it's good enough. And we saw, for example, in Australia, in New South Wales, during the lockdowns, churches were silent. You know, they were told they can't sing. Okay, they accepted that. They can't pray. They accepted that. They can't have communion. They just accepted that. They can't go to funerals. You can't have more than five people in church. And that was that was a test run. It was a test to see the resolve of the people. And 95% you know, of people failed. You know, there are good people out there who are spiritual and who are, um, 
you know um who are uh you know you could say more righteous than others uh but i think that and then that's and that's great to be like that but it's also important to keep fighting if we don't fight then they'll continue do, doing whatever they want to do uh, to us and the thing is if we can't do anything about all of this if we can't stand up our generation what hope do our children or our grandchildren have by that stage the world will be so digitalized and it'll be so difficult for people to speak up or say anything there is really not much hope you know it's quite bleak um so there's what i have to say i mean uh it's very heavy content today it's a lot of uh, unpleasant and nasty points of conversation uh, but unfortunately that's the reality of the world that's the reality of what's happening around us and that's the reality of what's happening in the western world uh, and that's well, why they want to take russia down because russia is, is there's an opposite trend in russia there's a trend towards family values towards god towards uh protecting children i mean if you see what they the international criminal court the hug what they indicted vladimir putin on uh, apparently abduct abducting thirty five thousand children but he didn't abduct anyone and <laughs> in fact he saved them he saved them by evacuating from the war zone and everywhere the russian troops come in they uh, save families children and they protect their local civilians and that's why russia is you know advancing slowly that's why the war is so brutal because russia doesn't choose to do the you know nato style carpet bombing tactics like they did in iraq and so forth where they just indiscriminately wipe out cities. They're going from building to building, from house to house. And in, in doing so, they're, they're inflicting casualties. And of course, you'll see videos of Russian soldiers getting killed, and all of them are heroes, because they're dying so Ukrainian civilians can live. You know, if Vladimir Putin wanted to, on day one, he could have just, he could have obliterated Ukraine. He decided not to. They decided instead of a war, they'll have a special operation. And Russia is fighting with one arm times behind its back, whereas the West is using every tactic and NATO is using every tactic and sending in all of their weapon systems, testing all their new weapons. And uh, we've seen even deployment of chemical weapons uh, dropped by drones, and there's evidence of that. Uh, you know, to, to this day, the Russian military has not disabled the Ukrainian rail network. So you've got tanks, Abrams, Bradleys, uh, HIMARS, American systems being loaded up onto railway uh, freight uh uh trains from germany from ramstein base from poland from all these nato countries and being sent by rail all the way across ukraine to the east to the russian border to the front line and vladimir putin still hasn't taken out the railway you know if it was a if he, if he was there to destroy ukraine if it was a normal a typical war that's the first thing you'd do you'd take out every single uh bridge a railway station railway depot you'd paralyze the country bring it to their knees but Putin doesn't view Ukraine as an enemy or the Ukrainian people because they are, in the end of the day, they're Orthodox, they're Christian, they're Russian. And there's another thing we should mention, that the persecution of Christians uh, by the Zelensky regime is just out of control, what they're doing there. And the West is silent. The hypocrisy from the West is just disgusting at the way that they can support this. And I think what you mentioned earlier about the uh, you know the Bible Belt, you know, the people in Texas and the you know, very there's a lot of very strong Christian communities there. I'm happy to hear. I'm happy to hear that they're uh, standing with Russia. You know, look at the Zelensky regime, arresting bishops, arresting priests, arresting closing churches, burning churches down. I mean, this is this is happening 2023 in the middle of Europe, and the world is silent. Well, we know they know they we know they can see this, but they're so vested in Zelensky. You know, they've gone all in. 
and they can't there's no turning back now they need to win and but there's no winning this is not a war they can win this is just going to mean more bloodshed more people are going to die meanwhile lockheed raytheon boeing all of these big companies they're making money every time there's a bullet fired every time there's another deployment of weapons every time biden announces another you know he, this week he announced 2.6 billion dollars another 2.6 billion dollars i mean uh, this is money that could be going to um, you know, poverty in America, to hospitals in America, to education, to and to the Ameri- Amer- America's debt. And the, Mer- the creature from Jekyll Island, right in that book, it's a banker's wars. You know, these are the banker's wars that go back through history. And we're not just talking 100 years, 120 years. You know, this goes back generations, thousands of years, Babylonian money system as well. And, and, and just so you folks actually get to hear it from me, what was said at that event this weekend in, in Texas, even Scott McKay on stage said it, he goes, and here we have it, we're in Texas, and I'm paraphrasing, but these are the these are almost the exact words he used, and I believe it was recorded and televised, you can all go back to it as well. He says, and here we are right now, awake, awake, awake to the fact that George H.W. Bush was the head of the Fourth Reich who orchestrated the assassination of JFK in Dallas and Vladimir Putin and the Russians are over in the Ukraine rooting out and fighting and destroying Nazis. That's exactly what he said in his closing remarks, Scott McKay, to a huge, there was like 180 acres at this place. I can't remember if it was 500 people or a thousand what the actual count was, right? And there were people from New Mexico, Colorado, all across Southern Louisiana, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, who were all up there. And there were members of Trump's team there as well at this particular event. And so you have everybody here understanding that already. And that was in Scott's closing remarks. If anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, just look up Patriot Street Fighter. Uh, Scott's also been a, a great voice for American Patriots you know, over the last two, three years um, in addition to this. So, and then, and they killed his dad, you know, they poisoned him at, at one of his events. They poisoned everybody, you know, they've uh, sent poison to us. Yeah, the backstage, they got him, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. We're going around the States on truth tour, you know, they, they've went in, they've poisoned us. They've had the people that have come in, you know, uh, some of us were pretty lucky uh, to get out of there. A couple of people had it a lot harder uh, than what I experienced, but you know, I was poisoned too. So, you know, they just don't like, like Simeon, you said at the beginning, you know, you're there in the Russian consulate right now because of this, this microphone. And that's what they fear. People speaking out to unite everybody and stand up. And that's the whole key here, everybody. Where are we right now on Good Friday? What did Christ do? And the Christ did consciousness do for our planet? As other ascended masters came before Christ, Christ was the last ascended master on our planet to help die for our sins and give us a perfect platform of understanding and realization of the nature of the divinity, which is all within us, which they attempted to destroy with the jab, which erases that God-given DNA, which if anybody has seen that great video from Greg Braden, that you can look at Aramaic and in Hebrew and in Sanskrit, that when you look at a molecule of DNA, the gematria language spells the same thing in dna and i'm going to leave that there as a curiosity point for people to go check it out because we can't always spoon feed people every single answer you go ahead and take a look at it it's on my telegram it's out there you go find that out that is not a mistake god did not make a mistake to literally put his signature in our dna 
with the direct translation in Sanskrit, Aramaic, and Hebrew, three of the most ancient languages we know of our time in the last couple of millennia. It's powerful. And they attempted to erase that. Remember, COVID turned around as Divok, and Divok in Hebrew is translated to the demon within. Go ahead, Guru. Or anybody else can jump in there. This is literally biblical, folks. And you oh, your, your microphone's on mute, Guru. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead, dude. Yeah, sorry, mate. I just had a boat coming in next door, so I just put it on my Yeah, Brad, look, you're exactly right. This is the most um, you know, the most evil thing. And it's been, you know, like designed for um, you know, as you said, you know, before it before the ages, you know what I mean? It's um this thing's been in a process that we have just come to a head now. You know, this is like the biggest boil that's ever been on the skin of the earth, you know what I mean, that is about to pop. And um, unfortunately, yeah, our biggest problem is um, waking up these people that have been affected by what we know as MK Ultra, all this um, television, um, the conditioning over the time. You know, some of us are very, very lucky, Brad, that we never took to their water. You know, me here in Australia, you know, and, and different things like that, you know, now very conscious, you know, you just see so many people out there getting poisoned every day, you know, with what they're eating, you know, our fruit, you know, with waxes all over them, you know what I mean? Everything we, we try and, you know, like eat, we've got to look at before we actually touch, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, the understanding of how far these guys have gone and where we are now at this particular time in history is um, what's got to be um, brought on these people. But unfortunately, we're finding that um, as these people are coming, becoming aware, they're either putting their head down and, and saying, oh, that's all too much, I don't want to know about it, or you get the very small percentage that are going to go ballistic when they understand what they could have done to their family, their kids, their grandkids, you know what I mean, why their parents died, you know, that um, it was all a load of bullshit, they couldn't go to grandma's funeral, yeah. you know, and and there was this just all this stuff, you know. It's been a very very traumatic time for humankind. You know what I mean? And it's um we're lucky that there are people as such on this this um this show right here, and and our families behind us, you know, which I call our viewers, not our you know, and not our viewers, but our family, you know, the people that watch us and listen to us and and take notice of us because these are the people out there that are going to make the change. You know, you and I and Cossack are just the people with the microphone. It's those people out there. They want to actually take this thing back because they know the state that we're in. And that state that we're in at this present time is not a great state. They are ruling it out over here so quick. It is unbelievable. You know, us awake people, we see it coming so hard at us. You know what I mean? But again, a lot of them out there are just confused, trying to stand as well as they can against it. Yet they know that very soon without it, they're not going to be able to buy fuel. Without it, they're not going to be able to register a car. Without it, they won't be able to rent a house. They're already nailing our bank accounts. You know what I mean? They're already taking the money out. You can't do more than $50 at the moment, you know, transfer between account in cash. You know, so they're just slowing the whole thing down, knocking out the ATMs. And before we know it, it's just going to be at this place where, guess what? If you don't take the wallet, you're not going to do anything and your cash is going to run out. So, you know, in Australia here, and I presume around the rest of the world, we are in this critical place. But as I said, I don't want to see Australia get to where France is. I really don't. 
you know, I want to see Australia, you know, and this is what, you know, we were trying to do and awaken people with this election. And hopefully we have awakened a lot of people to the fraud. And we are, we're hearing about it. People are knowing now we put too much stuff out there. All these ballot boxes going missing, you know, people with the razors and pens in their hand, you know. I sent it all to you, Brad. You've seen it. You put it around America. Everyone knows what went on with the New South Wales election. But will we get any? No, we won't. We just keep fighting, guys. But we've got to come together now and we've got to fight hard. We've got to stand up for what you believe in um, because they've been taking your kids, your grandkids, your soul and everything else about you for way too long. And they've been doing that in ways that you didn't even know. You know, as they're poisoning you, they're, they're manipulating you, you know, and they're just, as we're locked in in COVID, they're putting up the 5G, right? As we're watching COVID, they're bringing in tyrannical laws at midnight. You know what I mean? And I said this again to Ryan Park. Ryan, you know they're, they're, they're passing these laws at midnight, mate. Don't tell me you don't. You're a politician. And he just looked at me. Didn't have an answer. Right. Well, you're a fucking scumbag, mate. You know, this is why me and Bose, you want to get in there because you guys have got no frigging balls. You know, 200 grand a year. That's all you're interested in. Not your constituents, not the future of Australia. So Australia, make your mind up. New South Wales, make your mind up. You know, they're stolen another election. That that vote was your bar of gold. No one else's fucking yours. And they took it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, gentlemen, I'd love to move now to three memes. One is particularly funny. Uh, the other ones, and all serious and all right. So the other ones are just kind of illustrate where we were in 2020, 2021, and where we are now, especially for the audience who's just kind of come on board, if you don't mind. Um, and before I go there, Cossack, do you want to make any, any comments to add uh, or to the points that Guru's just made? No, mate, that's... Um... What can I say? A lot of things happening. Uh, <laughs> what, what would you like me to add? What can I say? Well, you got you got some great information, my good man. And just so everybody is aware, April 24th, the digital banking is already instituted in Canada. TD Bank is the very first. And all the rest, by May 25th, they all go with it. And you know what they also said, folks? They said that if you don't accept or you don't respond, then a lack of response is your consent to move over. Yep. And that's TD Bank's email notification to everybody. You know, you know, everybody gets those messages and you go in your bag, you're like, got a message, you got a message, it's whatever. So a lack of response is your consent. So that's Canada. And in the States in the last two weeks, they've launched the Fed Now program which is to move Americans all over to the central CBDC, right? The central banking digital currency. So it's here and it's only days away for certain people. So Australia, New Zealand, anywhere else you are, stand up, rise up peacefully, get together, get involved in your communities and get involved to stop all of this right now from happening. Um, it's going to take us back on a little uh, walk down history's lane, memories lane. If we all remember in 2020, you know, they had these billboards everywhere. Anyone claiming there is a plan to implement vaccine passports. It's a conspiracy. There is conspiracy theorists and they're dangerous. And then in 2021, anybody opposed to these is a conspiracy theorist and they're dangerous, right? Folks, this is a walk down memory lane right in front of your face for those who actually need that 
and including those conspiracy theorists, right? We had this in uh, Canada and in Washington state, excuse me, I, at least I can speak of it in Vancouver and definitely in Washington state. They were doing jabs or um, they were doing joints for jabs. So there were uh, marijuana companies that would say, come on in. We've partnered with public health. This is in Washington state and around Vancouver in late 2020 and 2021. And you can be the first to get it and we will give you a free joint. Real deal. And then here we are. We also saw it for pizzas, parlors. So somebody put this meme together, the Pfizer loyalty card, right? Real deal. I don't know. Do you guys have that in Australia? I'm, I would imagine so. This happened. But I, really I'm not involved in them, them circles for some reason, Brad, but um, I probably would imagine that, yeah, there'll be a loyalty card over here somewhere, mate. I don't own one, but I'm sure there would be. Yeah. David was all over the media in uh, in uh, BC and Washington State, right? Um, and then here we go. Here we go. This is the fear, so-called fearless leader in the United States right now, right? Unbelievable. Real picture. Yeah. And as I was saying, to go along with that, Brad, they're $30 trillion in debt, but they want to give us a social credit score. How does it work when they're $30 trillion in debt? They want to fucking punish us for it. Give us a wallet. Like, hello? Hello, guys. You're in debt. Not us. You. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, gentlemen, I always close this program on the Sovereign Soul Show with a question to each one of the guests. And the question is, is this, Simeon? Um, and each one, feel free to jump in, whichever uh, resonates most for you guys. Question is this. If you had the genie in the bottle, it's a genie in the bottle question. Yeah, a genie in the bottle and you rubbed it, and God granted you one wish with all of God's power behind it, what would your wish be for the world, for the galaxy, you name it, wherever, uh, with all of God's power granted one wish? I think uh, people who wish to have God's power, it ends very badly for them. And I think anyone who's striving to think like that, you know, Tower of Babylon style, is going to end badly. I mean, that's what these people think. These the Pfizer bosses, these um, you know big tech bosses, they think they have God's power. These you know Elon Musk's and Zuckerberg's and everyone else like that. That type of ideology, you know, is satanic. When people think uh, that they can, uh, you know, they. I mean, we have we should strive to be like Jesus. Of course, we should strive to be like God. But uh, you know, in His good qualities in the qualities of, uh, uh, you know, his teachings and so forth. But what we see now in the world, uh, we see big tech, we see uh, politicians, uh, they're, so, they're drunk on power. And, yeah, they they, they see themselves, uh, you know, I mean, who was who was the devil? He was the one of the angels who thought he was smarter than everyone, who thought he was the smartest, who was the, the greatest. And uh, that's... Uh, my message that we live in an apocalyptic time. We live in a very dangerous period. I mean, since for, for the you know for the last two thousand years, since uh, uh, you know thirty three AD, Christians have been um, under the impression that they live in an apocalyptic time since the very beginning. Uh, but I think definitely right now uh, we have a time where it's very dangerous, and we look at what this means for us. And for us, it's okay. I mean, we've already 
we're already halfway through our lives or on the second half of our lives or on the way out. But what's very concerning is what kind of a world we're leaving to the next generation, to our kids. And if we can't stand up and fight against these Satanists and this satanic globalist agenda, what really, what hope do our kids have after they grow up and they're indoctrinated through social media, through the mainstream media, you know, they probably will get, they'll probably get more out of social media than the mainstream media, to be honest, uh, through the schools, the education system, starting from preschool, starting, you know, where they're getting read stories by a drag queen in a public library, primary school, where they talk about whatever gender they like. And there's, you know, three different toilets for boys, girls, and, you know, whatever other agenda, then, you know, to the, you know, the universities, so the kind of garbage they're teaching the universities. And that's why we have ineffective politicians. And that's why woke has become normal. Look at what's happening in the universities. So there you go. That's my message. We're in a dangerous time. I mean, what can I say? I can't say much, you know. I'm a sinner myself, and I'm not a person who can, you know, give a righteous example. But be wary of those who uh, claim to claim to be, uh, you know, false prophets. And uh, because we live in the age of the Antichrist, it's a very, it's a very dark time we live in. Very dark time. We're on the edge. We're on the verge of World War Three. The approach to World War Three. I mean, it's probably already started. If you look at what's happening around the world and uh, the way NATO is fighting Russia, and Russia uh, is a country which is uh, taking the brunt of this fight. And and as we speak, as we sit here and do this uh, interview, you know, there are Russians there on the front lines fighting thirty-five plus countries. It's Russia versus the rest. So really, my thoughts and my uh, my thoughts and prayers now are with the Russian people, the Russian soldiers. Uh, because they're fighting the Nazis, they're fighting the Satanists, they're fighting the globalists. They're doing a good job to hold them off, and they're fighting in an honest way. You know, you know, back in the days when gentlemen used to have a fist fight. You know, they used to stand up and you know hold out their knuckles like this, and you know have a fight. You know, these days, obviously, someone pulls out a knife or a gun, or if you're on the floor, they'll kick you in the head. Or, the... but back in the back in the old days, there were rules. And Russia is another country that has these rules that it wrote itself that it won't bomb. You know. Uh, Ukraine like it should, that it allowed the NATO to do what it does, you know, to the expense of the Russian population. So that's where uh, my thoughts are today. And um, that's my answer to the question. Beautiful. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. Well, to go along with that, yeah, I just, uh, if I had one wish of um, of God's power and God's thoughts, it would be, yeah, let's just end it now and get on with the rebuild, Brad, I think, you know, um, yeah, that would be it. Just Lord, just let's um, yeah, let's finish it now. Lock him up, you know what I mean. Put him down in Hades where he needs to be, and let's get on with the rebuild and a thousand beautiful years of um, yeah, glorious peace and loving each other and actually finding out what humanity was all about because we don't know, guys. We were duped, okay, and we've been lied to. So yeah, that that final finish to the evil. And then the understanding of who we are, what we are, and what we were actually here for would just be brilliant, Lord. Yeah, I'd love it. <laughs> it was beautiful. And, and I would like to leave this message with everybody, two-part message. The first is in Edgar Casey's teachings, and Michael Jaco has said this recently uh, several times in the last few shows, that um, Russia will save the world. That's Edgar Casey's teachings. And the second is this that I've been around, been very fortunate to be around um, tier one combat veterans and branches from BOSI in a virtual sense to the UK, to around the United States as of late. And not only just tier one, but all 
combat veterans, and as well as myself who didn't serve in combat but was deployed and peaceful, I signed up because I watched what happened in Kosovo on the CBC, and I was seeing the prop, we know propaganda now, but back then, and of course it was real, that they were going village to village and they were massacring families. And before they did that, they were raping and then gutting the women and their daughters in front of the men and the boys. And then they would torture the little boys and sodomize them. And they would kill them in front of the fathers. And then they would torture and kill the fathers. And that was an anger to me where I couldn't make it into RMC to fly F-18s. I went, this is what I'm gonna do. If I could be a peacekeeper and I could stop that type of tyranny. And I come from a family on both sides, Polish Ukrainian on my father and French on my mother's side. And their parents fleed occupied Europe, Nazi Europe, and the Blitzkrieg came to Canada. Sorry, can I ask which? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Which troops were doing that in Kosovo? Who, whose troops were doing that in Kosovo? I believe that was the Slobodan Milosevic gang. So you're saying that the Serbians were doing that? Over, over in the early 90s, what was shown on CBC. And so when I've been with these veterans, um, we have all discussed that. I completely disagree with that. It, this, I disagree with that. The Serbians were the good guys and NATO was the bad guys. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying this was so, a bad um, thing. Solidarity with the brothers, the Serbians. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying this is what was shown to us back then. And we thought we were being righteous in signing up to go stop that. But at the very top of the level, which we know now, they are, oh, he dropped. Hopefully he didn't just drop off. Hopefully it's okay. Um, but what we know now is frustrated all these things for us. So, so we're, we're standing on, on the side of the good and the, and the light where, where we all are. Too right. Yeah. He'll come back in a minute, I think. Cool, cool. I dropped out a couple of times. Yeah, it was an absolute blessing um, uh, to have you guys on here, Dave. And uh, and so honored for you guys. Great, Brad. Excellent, mate. We got to do a yeah, do a few more of them, and uh, yeah, get out there a little bit more. But yeah, no, you're um, it's brilliant to just do the talk and you know get the um yeah get the people seeing it and just getting them motivated brad worldwide as i said none of us need to go where france is you know what i mean you guys have been tied up a little bit tighter than us by the look of it but yeah we um yeah we just need to come together folks and uh stand up as one and don't let this kind of thing come because it's coming on you hard um you can see what's happening in canada and we're just following in their footsteps so yeah thanks brad Definitely you too. And Dave, where can everybody find you? And, and in case uh, Simeon isn't able to come back on, let's talk about his channel so we can give uh, props to okay. you. Okay, Simeon, yeah, Simeon's just put, so obviously he'll be on the Aussie Cossack on Rumble. Okay. Um, cool. He'll be on Project Matilda on the Aussie Cossack, I would presume. Um, you'd have to search on there. I don't know what he's done since it got taken down a couple of days ago, but I know he's gone out to Project Matilda and Rumble. Um, myself, Stop the Rot, Sack the Lot on um, Facebook, guys, The Great Southern Land on um, Telegram. And then we upload to all sorts of channels. Yeah, you'll find us across Lindican, Rumble, BitChute. You know, we're up there everywhere. Yeah, you search us, you'll, you'll see us. But um, look, we're, we're in all the major places. We go to, to Podbean as well. We do a MP3 out there for people that don't want to download the data. Um, we have a lot of people like that in the freedom movements. A lot easier for them to listen to the podcast in the car 
than actually watch the video. So, yeah, we're out there everywhere, guys. You'll find us. But, look, again, Brad, thank you very much. And, um, yeah, we will chat very soon. Absolutely. Have a great, um, have a great Easter weekend. Yeah. A great good Absolutely. Friday is coming up for you guys. And, um, yeah, everyone be blessed. Cool. Thank you. And our blessings as well to uh, to Simeon. Thanks very much for him coming on. No worries. I'll check on it now. Okay. Thanks, Brad. Cool beans. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.